Welcome back. Welcome back to the old Let's Talk About It podcast. Um, before we, we continue, hit that subscribe button. I'm at like $2.99 right now. I just need one person to hit the button. That's it. Just one. All right. We got another special one for y'all today. Uh, I like to bring resourceful people to the platform. So when you go back and look maybe five, ten years from now, the information that they brought to you was still useful. I like to bring on people with interesting stories. Um, I know your first book was inspired by the truth to my understanding, so we're going to get into the, all of that too. I'm going to close my mouth and let my guest introduce herself, and then we're going to get into the conversation. Hey, y'all. I am Valencia. Everybody knows me as Pancake. I am an author, entrepreneur. I'm a mentor. I'm just all of the above. I wear many hats. So, hey, y'all. Okay, she says she's shy, but as we can see, she seems very um, friendly with the camera. So, we're going to get into it. <laughs> all right, your name is Valencia. I didn't know that until I was an adult because all I ever knew was Pancake. Right. right. How did you get that nickname from first? Um, When I was like two days old, my Aunt Yvette came to the hospital and she seen me. And she said the first time she seen me, my face was round and flat like a pancake. Then I had them little sugar spots on my face, so... She just called me Pancake, and it just stuck and with me. Stuck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So where are you from? People that might not know. I'm from Emporia, Virginia. Born and raised. Yeah. You already know to us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, tell me a little bit about your background. You know your people, your family. You know, I know some of it, but people might not know. Okay. I'm a Jones first and foremost. Um, my mother is Valerie Jones. Rest in peace, mommy. I love you. I miss you so much. My sister. A lot of people know her. Shamia Jones. Um. My children, of course, Xavier and Zenavia Jones. Okay. So, yeah. Shout out to the Jones girls, though. Yes, it's quite a few of y'all. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of us. It's a, a lot, lot of y'all. Yes. Shout out to y'all. Y'all know I know, yeah. you know, uh, Terrell and them stayed. We stayed in the same area for a minute. So yeah. Yeah, that's what I first found out who you were. Yeah, I was a little girl. You were always a little girl. girl to me. Now we both adults. It's, it's different. I'm still a baby, but I need this one line. I don't know how well you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to go with 21. I almost believe that for a second. You know, uh, okay. Growing up in a small town in Port, how was it? We're going to lead on up to um, to the to the entrepreneurial side in a minute. It was it was cool growing up in the Port. It wasn't too much because I didn't know no difference. So everything else was, it was fine for me. The talent shows, remember the talent shows and the dances back yeah, in the day? Yeah, that was, that was that the was best part of my, my childhood. Yes, yeah, before yes. Greenville, it was in poor elementary. Right. Y'all so. might not know, but... Yeah. Some yeah. people know. They know they was know. Interesting. It was a time when the time was different. You know, now it's a lot of... It's different than it was when we were growing up. Right. You know, to right. a large degree. Yeah. But anyway, okay, you, you moved away at some point, didn't you? Yeah, I moved to... Um, well, I went to Petersburg first when I was okay. still in high school. Then um, I moved to Baltimore... Then I moved to Florida, and now I'm back. Now you back. I'm trying to leave again. I just don't know where I want to go. Hey, look, you <laughs> and me both. I'm going somewhere. Even if it ain't that far, I'm leaving here. I know that's right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the professional side, to the entrepreneurial side, because I wanted to be a resource of help for some people. Okay, did you always want to write books, or where did that, where did that come from? Um, no, I always used to like to write though. Like I used to keep journals. Um, when I was in school, I used to enter contests of my writing. My first story, I never forget, was Nancy's birthday. And I just started writing. I was at home, boy, and I just started writing it just out of the blue. So then a contest came. I was like, hold on, I already got me a story. Let me enter this. And I won second place. So I always like to write. That always been like my outlet. If I'm going through something more, I just want to get something off my chest. 
And then um, the book came about. I was just at work one night bored, and I just started writing, and I put it on Facebook. So people was like, man, you should write a book. That was good. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, okay, well, why not? Okay. And, and that's how it happened. This first book was very, you know, very interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Based on real life situations, right? Correct. What, what's the premise of the first book? Because it's called Love Lockdown. Love Lockdown. Correct. Came out 2019. Correct. Correct. Okay, I did a little homework. <laughs> yeah, a little um, homework. That book, the reason why I named it Love Lockdown, because I was messing with this guy and I was just so in love with him, but he just couldn't stay out of jail. So that's why I called it Love Lockdown. Then I started messing with another guy, and it was just those two. I just I couldn't shake neither one of them for some reason. It's just, ugh. but yeah, but, that's how I thought of that. That's all that's to it. Not really, but that's 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 <laughs> that's, that's based on. Okay. I mean, we can talk about more, but that's basically how the name of the love like now came about. Like our love was always locked down. He was always in jail. Then okay. when he was out, but yeah. So how did you run into the other guy in the story? How did Okay, so Sean is the guy that's always locked up. So Tremaine is another guy. But me and Tremaine started messing with each other back in the day. You know, it's just whatever. And it wasn't nothing, but then I started messing with Sean. But Sean ended up getting locked up. So Tremaine moved back down here, and I started messing with Tremaine. So now I'm basically in love with an an entanglement. Correct, correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Outside of that, okay, you you make the post, and then you inspired to write the book. Mm-hmm. How do you find out where to even go about doing that, putting a book together to put it out? Because everybody doesn't know. Like I have a book in my phone, in my email, that up until recently I didn't know how to get a book put out. I done my research. I I done my research because you know you can self publish through Amazon, which is what I done, and you can find your publisher and all that, but. Me, personally, the reason why I chose to self-publish because I'm in charge of everything that I do myself. You know, I don't have nobody telling me why I need this out by such and such or I don't like this part, you need to take this part. Mm-hmm. I'm in charge of my own creativity, so that's why I chose to self-publish through Amazon. Okay. So you own you own all of your content, yes, which I is very everything. important. Yes. Okay. Is that process hard to get into? Like, what do you do? To, you, you write the book, and then how do you get it to Amazon? Okay, you write the book, you edit, of course you gotta edit it. Um which I got on edit this. But um yeah, you edit the book and then you just basically upload it. It's a website, kdp.com. You just basically upload your content. You can um use your own, you can make your own um cover, or you can hire somebody to make a cover, which I think you should hire somebody because you know when you books you do judge somebody cover. So it's important that your cover you know, look good. So I wouldn't recommend you. I like that statement too, because I thought about that, and that's just a tangent. You say you do judge a book by its cover. You know, they say you don't judge a book yeah. by its cover, but a lot of times you do. You decide yeah. if you want to pick up a book and read it or whatever. A lot of times, based on the cover. Exactly. So that exactly. is very important. How you present it is just as important as what's inside of it. Correct. Correct. You know, because I mean, who wants a steak that's on top of a trash can top? Facts. You know. Anyway, okay. So you you get the book done. Mm-hmm. And did the editing company come next or the second book? Um, it came after the first book because okay. a lot of people was hitting me up, Valencia or Pancake. I need help with this. Da da da. So I'm basically giving out all this stuff for free. I'm like, hold on, man. Like this is my time. 
you know, I need I need to learn how to profit out of it. So that's mm-hmm. when I started my editing business. I'm like, okay, well, we're we going to get paid then. I'm going to keep getting all this stuff for free. And I, I, I tell people that because they, once they get to the point where they're stressed out about giving out the information, I say, well, you start charging for it. Yeah. That way, the people that are paying for it have to show that they value it as much as you do. Right. You know, because if I give it out for free, nine times out of ten, most people are not going to use it. Mm-hmm. But if they pay for it, they put a price on it, then they'll be kind of crazy not to use at least some of it because they got some skin in the game. Correct. Correct. Okay, so what does an editing company entail? Like, Basically, you just edit. It depends on what you pay for. Like Some people, they want in-depth um, editing where you want me to go over it to make sure your sentence structure is right, um, your wording is right, it makes sense. It's, you know... Um, some people just want you to make sure all your words are spelled correctly. So it, it all depends on what you want. You know. So you always good at editing and stuff? Cause I'm... English always been my favorite subject in school. I always yeah. like that. So it's just... So it just came kind of natural to Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I love it. I love it. It's boring to a lot of people, but it's interesting to me. That's how you win a lot of times. Yeah. Find the areas where that people don't want to do and mm-hmm. serve that area. Because it's a time thing. Like me personally, like some stuff I don't like to do, I don't mind paying for it. A lot of people, they want to try to do everything themselves. Yeah. It's okay to pay so you can free up your time. Like what I'm, it's a venture I'm doing now. Yeah, I could learn how to do it and do it myself. But I could also pay somebody to do it. Char- they charge their fee. I'm still able to profit off of it and it frees me up to do other things. Right. So what you do is a good service because, okay, I can write the book. Now I got to go back and edit it. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, I ain't got time for yeah, that. Yeah, and, and and it takes a lot of time. A lot of people don't understand. It takes time. Like with me, I try to go with my book like four, five times because you can always miss something. And then like me, like the last one, I edited that one completely myself, right? Mm. But it's still good to have a fresh pair of eyes because you know I didn't read this, so it's gonna be simple stuff that I might miss. Yeah, you because know, in so, your mind, you already know what it's supposed to say, so you might ignore what it's actually saying. Right, correct. We still rocking. You're <laughs> trying to act up on me. Yeah. Okay, so then the second book comes. Is, is, is the second book like part two to the first story? Correct. Love Lockdown 2 is basically, yeah, the, the continuance of that. Um, I left people off of like, who's at the door? So everybody wanted to know who's at the door. I really didn't intend on writing the second book, right? But my supporters, they just want to know who was at the door, who was at the door. I was going to say, how do so, you not want to write a second if you left a cliffhanger for the... For the I, I, I just didn't really have no... That wasn't what I wanted to do, you know. Okay. It, just, it just happened that way. And then my supporters like, oh, no, we didn't know who at the door. So they basically gave me that drive to, you know, keep going. So thank y'all so much. Y'all Y'all just don't know how grateful I am for y'all. But, yeah, I just want to put the first one out there and see where it goes. And it did. The first one did amazing. I am so proud of myself. That one... That one, that was my bestseller. The first, first one, okay. yeah, the first one was my bestseller. But then I see you have a third book out. Correct, I have enough that's out right now. Came out April second. Make sure y'all go get that too. But yeah, this, that one is just um, it has nothing to do with me whatsoever. It was just a storyline that I had in my head, and it's my favorite character, uh, Miz. He's my favorite character, so I wanted to bring him. You know, give him some more. So he was from Miz was from the other story, but Correct. this story is not connected to the. It's it's connected, but it's not connected. Okay. okay. Miz is is in this book, but it's it's not connected. It don't okay. have nothing to do with my life. This is more of something else. Okay, so y'all spin-off. gotta get the book to get to, to yeah, find out. Yeah, it's a spinoff. Okay. But then, 
when I start writing my fourth one, Miz is going to come back. So it's it's all connected, but it's not connected. Okay, so you plan to continue just writing book, putting yeah. books out? I mean, why not? Yeah, why, why, not? why, not? why, not? why not keep creating? Yeah. Uh, my question. Okay, we back. Okay. Being that the first book was mostly based off of a true story, mm -hmm. it takes a lot of courage to put out that knowing that some people might know that, hey, you talking about me. Mm. Did you talk to anybody before you did that or you just put the book out? Um, When I started writing the first book, I was involved with Tremaine. So he knew that I was putting the book out, but everybody else kind of, they knew after I like, you know, really started talking about because I think the first book took me like three, four years to write. So of course I used to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. But nobody really had a problem with it until it came out. Mm. So it's like when it came out, oh, now, you know, certain people got an issue with it. However, I don't care. Like, that's your problem. Like, I, I even put it in the book. If you have a problem with the way I told my story, I encourage you to write your own. And then holler at me so I can add it for you. We can all get this money, like. But at the end of the day, that's my story, and can't nobody tell me how to tell my truth. You have a right. Even though all of it is not true, some of it is fiction because I wanted to make it interesting. Right. But if you know, you know the truth, and you know that I'm telling the truth. But if you feel like it ain't my truth, hey, let's get this money, baby. It is what it is. And I tell people, it's not my fault the part that you played in my story. So if you happen to play a bad part in the story. That's not my fault. That was the choice you made. Correct. But I still have a right to tell it. Correct. Correct. And that 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 book, the first book, brought a lot of a lot of things out. Then, like far as you know, um, in the book, I talked about when I was molested, right? Mm -hmm. So you already know that just opened a whole can of worms. Like some things that my mother didn't know, but when the book came out, you know, she knew my true feelings, and I'm glad that me and her got a chance to talk about that. Before she passed, because back then we didn't really talk about it. You know, everything was just basically swept up under the rug. <clears throat> yeah. But I'm glad that I did bring that book out. That's one good thing that I can say that came out that we had that conversation before she passed. And that we probably would have never had that conversation. So I don't regret it. And then it opened eyes to a lot of people because molestation is, is happening a lot, a lot. And it the reason why it's happening so much because sh everybody just quiet about it. You know, you gotta you gotta expose you these gotta people. You gotta yeah, you gotta yeah. let these people know because. They're gonna do it again yeah. and again and again because nothing is being said. They're not they're not getting in trouble for it. And it's unfortunate that I know more women that have had it happen than I know that don't. Right. You know. Right. And like I said, a lot of it came down to them either being scared to speak about it or other people knowing and not doing anything about exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and that's that's tragic to have to grow up holding that because you don't know who you can tell because nobody's doing anything. You mentioned being able to, to talk about that with your mother. Mm -hmm. I lost mine like back in 2000. You lost your, your mother recently. Correct. How has that affected you? Whew, baby, it, it hurts. I was crying <laughs> yesterday. It. I don't think I ever get over that pain. That's that's one pain I don't wish on nobody. That It hurts. It, 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 oof. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. Like I said, I lost mine back in 2000. And you never get over it. Mm -hmm. I just try to use what I did gain from her to keep pushing me forward. Correct. Correct. So I see that a lot of times you reference 
your mother and what you're doing now. So yeah. that's your big inspirational part of what you do now? Yeah, I always wanted to make my mother proud. Like, always. Because growing up, everybody knew my sister Shamia. Shamia, well, she accomplished so much. You know, and I learned a lot from her. And my mother was always proud of her. Oh, and I was like, man, I want my mother to be proud of me too. So, you know, I was like, okay, I got to do something to make my mom proud. Even though she was proud of me as the steps that I was taking, but I guess my sister was doing more, so she expressed that more with my sister. You know, back then, I ain't care about nothing. I was running the streets. I was a teenager. I ain't, all right, whatever. Right. But now that I'm grown, you know, I got kids of my own. So, yeah, I'm just trying to do whatever I can to make her and my sister proud. Because my, my sister used to always have talks to me. And she used to always tell me, Pancake, you need to do this. Pancake, you need to do this. And at the time, I'm like, girl, whatever. Like, But she was ahead of her time. And then she had kids, so, of course, she had to mature faster than me. But <clears throat> now that I'm grown... And I see what she was talking about. So everything that she done already done, I'm on my way, you know, to doing it now or whatever. So I appreciate them and I'm grateful for those strong women because without them, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. I just wasn't ready when they was ready for me. Right. But now that I'm ready, I'm taking everything into perspective and doing what I got to do. Right. And she did get to see you put out your, was it two of your books? Or? No, the first one. At least the, the first, first one. Okay. Yeah, she was okay. there and I was so proud. Like I had my mama sitting. She was like, well, what you want me to do? Da, da, da. I'm like, well, I want you sitting right here with me. I don't want you to do nothing. You know, and that was one of my proudest and greatest moments to have her, not knowing that she was going to pass, but to have her right there. So she actually did get to see that. You know, that's that's big to me. That's one of my favorite memories. Like I'll never forget that ever, ever. That's that's yeah, cool. yeah. Okay, so going forward, um, as far as business, what's your what's your, your goal? What's your plans? Um, my goal is to fire my job okay. and to, you know, keep writing books. I really want to be a full-time writer. Whether I'm writing books, I'm writing blogs, whatever I'm doing, I just want to write. You know, maybe I might be writing uh, movies or something. I just I just love to write. So hopefully, Lord's willing, I get there and I can just work for myself and work on my own time and just write. Right. It's so many stories that need to be told and it just need to get out there. That's one reason I bring people on too, just if they want to, to help get some of their story out there. Right. We a lot of times we relate more than we are different. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it helps a person coming on and, and saying, speaking about okay, I've I've been molested before. Mm -hmm. Because some people don't have that outlet or a voice that they can connect to to say, Oh, I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. And then be inspired by your story. Okay, this happened to her and I see she kept going. I keep going too. Right. You know. Yeah. You get strength from other people. Shout out to Stacy. Stacy um Drungu, you know, I think I had something to do with her telling her story and, and I'm so proud of her and I commend her for telling it because a lot of people don't want to tell it, you know, but right. if you don't want to tell it, that's fine. But if you do But you have a right to. You do. And you this do. This is a good resource. You do. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm be needing your your service. Like I said, I, I have some um some books. I have one. I, I think it's done. Mm -hmm. I've had it in my phone since like 2014. Yeah, you need to get that. Yeah, based on some of my situations, you know. Right. But I've never had a connection to anybody that could really look over it and actually help me get it out there. So I'll be we're gonna be talking. Yeah. Plus, I got yeah. other other books I want to like ebooks and stuff. Nothing mm -hmm. huge, but. Oh, it's huge. Important information would be at it, you know. Right. So, this is a resource. Um, get at me. Get at her. Um, <laughs> like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to backtrack. Well, yeah, I do, because sometimes knowing 
some of the adversity people have had to come through. Mm-hmm. It does help a person look at it and be like, okay, I can do this too. Mm-hmm. Along your way, you you got some time. Correct. About two and a half years in Denver, Connecticut Federal Penitentiary. The federal penitentiary. Yeah, yeah. Do you mind saying what it was for? It was aiding the bed into robbery. That's what I was locked up for. Okay. Yeah. Well, some more Bonnie and Clyde type of stuff. <laughs> That's what you want to call it. Okay, through that situation, okay, did you come out different and, and start becoming the person that you are now, or when you come out, were you still not... Were you still the same person as you went in? No, I wasn't. Okay. How did that change you? Um, first of all, being away, you know, in Portland, Connecticut, that's that's a stretch. So being Crazy. away, yeah, it's like eleven hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So being away from my kids, first of all, that that changed me. Like my daughter was two; she had just turned two when I got locked up, and my biggest fear was her not remembering me. And I used to tell my mm. um my baby father all the time, "Don't be having that girl thinking." Um, she my daughter, mama, and all that. So don't be having her. So that was like my biggest fear. Like my daughter wouldn't remember me and my son. And I used to always call home. And I'd be fine. Then when I call and talk to them and hang up their phone, I used to cry, cry, mm. cry, cry, cry. And, you know, being away from my mama, again, thank God for her because she raised my kids while I was gone. But I knew when I was in there that this is not what I wanted to do. This That wasn't me. Regardless of all this stuff I was doing, being locked up was not me. So... I used that time and I was like, okay, when I come home, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And everything that I said that I was going to do besides writing books, I never thought I'd do so that. So you didn't book. even, that wasn't even a part of your thinking, even locked up. Mm-hmm. You weren't thinking about no, it. No, I didn't, no. I probably wrote about five books if I was locked up. Mm-hmm. But that, that wasn't, it's just, I just knew that I wanted better for myself and I wanted better for my kids. I don't want my kids to ever say mommy left them again. That, mm. that was it. That was it. So I never missed another part of them growing up because those two and a half years I can't get back. You know, so yeah, I just knew that I wanted better. Okay. And I won't going back for nobody. Period. 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 <laughs> Period. No. That's, that's powerful. <clears throat> I don't regret it though. For real. I'm grateful for it because probably be doing some of the same stuff I was doing at first, so I'm grateful for it. Okay, so they did slow you down and, and put you on a different path. Correct, correct. That's correct. It locked my body up, but it didn't lock my mind up. Okay, how can people get in touch with you to get any of your services? Um, You can hit me up on Facebook, Valencia Jones. Um, I really don't be on my other social media. Um, our store editing at gmail.com. My number, I don't mind giving it out, 410-301-1743. But text me. I'm more of a texter because you call me on my ass. I might think you're a big collector. But if you text me, I will reply back. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. That's funny. Um, you made me forget what I was about to say. Again? That's, but, but that's what we do. Look, I look at that phone. Like, no, I don't Right. I don't know. Or I might be like, hello. If it's important, they want to tell. No, I answer and I just listen first. Like, if they know me, they're going to say something. Mm. If they don't say nothing, I just Right. Yeah. Um... How long does the editing process take? It depends. It depends. Like, um, I have a 14-day turnaround. Mm. So, it, and then it depends on what you want. Like, far as, like, um, I do um, incarcerated people, too. Okay. So, with the incarcerated people, of course, that's going to take more time because I'm helping them um, find the cover that they want. And sometimes I might have to type it up for them. Mm. So, it, it all depends on the services that you want, too. So, if you just want me to go in there and make sure all your words fair correctly... I can do that in about three, four days, but it all depends. But you do like the sentence structure, all of that. Correct. 
correct to make sure everything is yeah, right. I would need that because <laughs> I, I guess because we text so much, I have to remember when I'm trying to write. Like, yeah, you can't write like you text. Right. Like, so the punctuation has you can't put dot dot dot. And I noticed that when editing too, a lot of people write like they talk. You know, so you, you, you really can't do unless you're quoting somebody, then of course you can write like that. But when you're actually putting it out there, you can't really, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you, you've been, you didn't fully go into it when uh -huh. I first asked you. So we're going to get back into it because it takes a lot of courage. Right. The guys in the first book were what? It was friends from the sandbox. Best, best friends. friends. Best friends. Okay. How does that come about? What you mean? Okay. That you dealing with one. Mm -hmm. And is that the one that kept getting locked up? The first one? I mean, the one you initially were dealing with? Um. And then you started messing with the best friend? or what that Okay. So, what people don't know, okay. again, I have to say this because me and Tremaine was messing with each other first, but it was just more of a, you know... How that you want a can type yeah, thing. You already know how that go. Yeah. A little secret joint, right? Yeah. So that was basically me and Tremaine. So of course, you know, he had it first. Um, then me and Sean started kicking it, you know, and we started kicking it or whatever. And Sean get locked up. However, Sean didn't want a relationship until we get locked up. So I'm with it at first, you know. All right, okay. Um, then when he gets sentenced, I'm like, oh yeah, he got some time. You know, I ain't about to. Mm. You know, to sit around. Yeah, I ain't, no. I was young too. I think I was like 19 years old. I was like, oh no. You know, I hold you down, but. Mm. You got to go do what you, yeah. you got to do. Your Facts, yeah, facts. I'm young. Yeah. So, um, Tremaine ended up moving back down here. He was staying in Baltimore at the time. So, Tremaine ended up moving back down here. So, I'm like, oh, I. You know, me and Tremaine started kicking it more. You know, we weren't in a relationship at that time, but he was like my main joint. You, you, know, you know, yeah, yeah, he was like my main joint. Yeah. And, as time went on, because at first me and him never had feelings for each other. You know, we always was cool or whatever. But as time went on, I really started to develop feelings for Tremaine. So then I was stuck. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know who I really wanted to mess with. So I ended up getting pregnant and I had an abortion or whatever because I knew that Sean was about to come home. And I didn't know who I wanted to be with. So I knew for sure that Sean wasn't going to be with me if I had a baby myself. So... I got the abortion or whatever, and then me and Tremaine started, you know, beefing or whatever, so I kind of, like, fed back from him, and I started messing with somebody else. <laughs> started messing with somebody else, and I get pregnant again, but this time, I didn't get an abortion. I wanted to, but my mama stole my money, so that was a that was a blessing, and um, Sean came home, and I, and I was indeed pregnant, and I tried to hide that from him or whatever, but Tremaine ended up telling on me or whatever, so... <laughs> Yeah, so it's like those two men was like they were so close to my heart. It's like I I wanted something out of both of them. Like when I was with Tremaine, I wanted Sean, but when I was with Sean, I wanted Tremaine. And if I could have had what I got from both of those guys in one, I think I'd be married right now. And they both knew. Um, I don't know if Tremaine knew about Sean when he was locked up. I don't know. But back then, like Hey, everybody was messing with everybody back then, so <laughs> it is what it is. So, but everybody was messing with best friends, though. Shh. Well, maybe yeah, you Everybody just don't tell that story like I do. But yes, honey, yes. <laughs> and I was gonna say that takes a lot of courage to take a story that some would 
Some would be ashamed to tell that story. Well, you can't hide it from God. It is what it is. I, like I mean, if you judge me on what I've done, it is what it is, because I'm pretty sure everybody knows some stuff. they just not opening up the top. Me, I don't care because who are you, what you do for right, me. Right. I can't hide it from it. God. So. And if I put it out there, you can't use it against me. So I, it is look, what it is. I tell it before you do. I ain't ashamed of nothing. Oh, honey. you bring it up? Yep, I did that. Right. Now what? Exactly. Well, I mean, what can you do about it? And you found a way to, to turn it into a business. Correct. You took your something that was maybe confusing, painful, shameful to some, and you said, I'm going to turn this into some property. Right. And to help people, people too. Correct. I mean, because y'all going to talk about it, you know, employees talked about, oh, yeah, she done it, she done it. Oh, that was a, yeah, so I'm going to make y'all pay for it. Yeah. I'm going to get to y'all for free for y'all can pay for this. Since right. y'all want to know my business and what's going on between Sean Pancake and she may not put it out there for y'all. That's I'm kind of, it to y'all. I like that. If y'all going to talk about it anyway, how about y'all pay me to talk about Correct. it? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can talk about it some more. Love Lockdown 2. Then we can talk about it again in Love Lockdown 3. I mean, what oh, so, it's a, do? so it's a part 3? Yeah, right? it's a part 3 coming up. Love Lockdown 3. But, I'm going to be honest. This part don't have nothing to do with my cousin. I'm not involved you. with neither one of these guys now. Okay. I miss y'all. So this is more bit. so life after that or just a different story? Yeah, this is just basically going to be something that just come off. Off the top of my head, love like that three. That's just I'm just gonna keep the story going, but it's gonna be all okay. All fiction. You said something. We're gonna get into that. You said if you could have put both of them together, mm-hmm. you'd probably be married by now. Correct. Okay, working woman, but as an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur too. Mm-hmm. Do you find dating to be hard or weird or strange? Mm-hmm. Anything? Now it's it's dating is the worst. Now it's the I hate trash. It. I hate it, like, and then these guys, okay, now I'm an author, right? Mm-hmm. So these guys use these lame lines, oh, can I be in your book, or, you know, they use my book to try to like, get at me, yeah, and I'm like, do you really want me to write about you, because what I write about you, you might not like, then we're going to have an issue or whatever, but that'd be like their pickup line, I'm like, man, this stuff is whack, and then like, you know, love like that one was kind of explicit, right, so here go guys, um, can you do do to me what you've done to such and such in the book? And I'm like, you don't even know if I've done that to that person or not. Like, it's just, it's just whack. Y'all just whack. Just leave me alone, please. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Like, because, yeah. too, why would you even reference another dude? Like, can you do me like you did him? Yeah, that was whack. Y'all dudes weird. Yeah, they, they weird. Come up with some other lines. Pay a bill or something. Maybe I'll talk to you. <laughs> and now I just swear I pay my own bill. But, but you, you can't help you. You gotta make that go. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but and I find that coming to the equation. What, what I find, and you can agree or disagree, a lot of times, guys, yeah, we don't care how much money y'all got. Mm-hmm. If we like y'all. Right. But with us, money play a part. That's not with me. That's not with me. Because listen, listen, let me tell you something. Come on. You can tell the truth or you gonna tell I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with okay, you. I done messed with some of the brokest guys walking. Or whatever. You know, but me personally, if I like you, I like you. And I understand people go through things. So, I'm going to be that person to help you try to motivate you. Oh, come on, babe. Let's do this. Or come on, babe. You know, I'm going I'm to I'm help you out as much as I can. Especially now that I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I want you to do that too. Okay, so let's find your talents and your gift. And let's 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 make some money out of this. And I'm going to invest in you to try to get it back. I really don't care about your money. It's all on how you make me feel and what you can do for me. Because everybody got potential. And then some people just need that right person to bring it up out there. I'm for real. You looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm dead serious. Really? These guys is watching this. Y'all know I didn't mess with y'all. Y'all was broke. Never. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, but how you still do that at this point? Cause 
you elevating business and stuff. You know. I mean, I I still do. I don't. I don't. I don't really care. I just don't want nobody that's gonna bring me down or somebody that just don't want nothing out of life. Like you can't just lean on me or whatever. But now starting off, I don't even know if I'm even. I don't know. I just you gotta bring something to the table or you gotta want something. I can help you get there. You know, I can motivate you a little bit. So if he broke, he got a shot. Might it all depends on how he made the deal. And he got potential. You gotta have that drive too. You know that you want to do something. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, this what I find. What? I find that that only lasts to a point. Yeah, because I'm eventually if you're not trying to do nothing at well, all. Well, it could be a short point. Like cash, cash still rule everything around me, and that, it matters to y'all. Overall, it plays more of a part with us trying to date you all than with you all trying to date us. Let me shoot that shot now. Hmm? Let me shoot that shot now. They they doing everything. Every, we taking over for real. I, what what I know they be shooting. I be like, no. Like what made you thought? Like not that I think I'm all that, but like make it make sense. Yeah, make it make sense. <laughs> you see what I do, and then look at what you just look at yourself for a second. Like how are you adding to? Um, so what you all look? What you all? Oh, looks do matter, son. Like, son? They, they matter. Really? They don't matter to you. You seen some guys out of the day? Have you seen some guys out of the day? Don't all come back. Come back over here. That's why I stopped me, sis. Come back over here. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, somebody. Like I say, all is going on. I don't mean to laugh there? at that, but that's funny as fuck, man. I'm being real, though. Because <laughs> I had to stop in the middle of asking that. Yeah. Look, somebody at me. Oh my, for real, honestly, I like them black and ugly. They the best ones to me. I like them black and ugly. You don't like black and ugly. I like them black and ugly. Black and ugly. <laughs> okay, look. And don't edit this out because I mean it. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, your inbox about to be full of booger wolves. Niggas just. I still know how they enjoy them, though. I, um, I mean, because it ain't, to me, it's not all about the looks. It, again, it's all on how you make I go for that feeling. How you make me feel? How you, you know. That feeling, that feeling is just, I don't know. I love that feeling. If you can make me laugh, I like somebody that's cool down to earth that can make me laugh. And them ugly ones be the ones. <laughs> I don't want no stuck up guy or, you know, he just think he just all this and all that. No, I wanna, no. I don't want you. Well, you would be the first I ever heard you say that because from my experience looking at with women too, mm-hmm. um, I even had some tell me I don't want no short man. And I'm thinking like, who's short? Because I don't be thinking like I'm. I be. I don't think about it till somebody say it. I'm like, oh, you one of them people that your preference is a taller person. Okay. I like them short too. I like them. Well, when I think about it. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, hey. So I can't even really. I like them short, tall, or whatever. You just gotta give me that feeling. You gotta give me that vibe for me. You know. That's that's it. Like you can grow. Like I might not even like you at first. You could be ugly. I ain't saying I like all black and ugly guys because there's some black and ugly ones that shot that shot. But it's that feeling, that vibe I get from you, you know, and how you make me feel and the potential that I can see with us growing. Okay, I can't really argue about that because I do know, you know, some of her history. So right. If it was anybody else in here, I'd be like, that's some bullshit. Yeah. But yeah. right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm stuck on one that is black and ugly. But I'm just, oof. I don't know what he do to him. He just give me this feeling. The one, the one that was a part of the story? Yeah, he's in the story. Actually, I'm not going to say his name. 
but he's in the well, story. I, I know, but I ain't gonna say it. You think you know? It ain't Sean and Shemaine. Oh, no, okay, but not nah, nah, I'm over them. I, 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 I kind of knew about that because of somebody that was related to one of them. That was my people's. Wow. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, it's it's not. It's not. It's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> okay. okay. But yeah, but he my he my friend though. That's my that's my dog. That's my dog. We ain't break out neither, so I'm still single. I think too many women, and we you can dispute it, are caught up in a fantasy world. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that. Meaning? They looking for I think to them it's either they mess with a lot of messed up dudes, so all they will accept is like a knight in shining armor. So you got to be able to come through and do everything. Or they just keep dealing with the trash ass dude. Cause that's what they used to Same thing Yeah, so it's face. like they it's like almost like they won't accept a good man or a decent man. You got to be either everything or be nothing. Which is crazy. That might sound crazy, but that's what I, I I run into a lot. I think it's just women not selling. Like it's it's men out there that's gonna give them everything that's on their list. It's, they might have some women willing to compromise. You know, okay, well he ain't got this, but he got all this. But it all depends on what they want. Yeah. Okay. What's everything? Money, cars. First thing you said was money. I do want a man with money now because I'm tired of being the man with money. But if he ain't got it right now, we can get it together. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but I ain't saying all my guys is broke. Don't don't get it sister. You know, I ain't yeah, saying all of them is broke or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I believe a relationship is, you know, you got my back, I got yours, you know. But I kind of do want you to I'm 34 now, right? I ain't 21. But I do kind of want you to have your stuff. Kind okay. of something. Have some, some going with you. Got a question. More about relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you find it harder to step outside of the the guys you're ordinarily attracted to to allow a different type of guy to... Yeah, that's, that's real hard. Like, I was talking to one guy. We never, you know... But we were just talking to get to know each other and... I'm sorry, y'all, but he was a cornball to me. Because he okay, what made him a cornball? I don't, he just, you know, I'm used to this certain type, street guy, you know, thug, whatever, and he just, he didn't, he wasn't brought up the way I was brought up. You know, he came from a good family, his family had money and all that, but he just, I didn't care about all that, he was just whack to me, like, we couldn't really relate on nothing, like, I just, I just, I was like, oh, no. Nah. And you know what's crazy? He might have been the man for me, but I just. I don't know. And I, I tried it. At least I tried it, right? But I just couldn't. I couldn't. But you got some men that, you know, been in the streets before back in the day or whatever. And now they got that stuff together. I want one of those guys. I really do. That's sad, right? But I do. No, I'm not saying this. Look, I got homies that street niggas. But what's, what I'm saying is, I think sometimes y'all wait for something that's not going to happen. With the one you think it's supposed to happen with. I believe So that. you miss out on giving... The cornball, which I don't know, he might be a cornball, but it's some dudes that might not be as street as you used to, but still might not be no cornball, and he still might not get a shot. You find that that what happens? Um, I don't know. You don't give him a chance. Ah, yeah, I don't even give him a chance. I don't give him a chance. Maybe that's what I need to do. Just, 
depends. But he still, at the end of the day, he still got to give me that feeling. So even with that guy, I feel like he'll come but he still ain't give me that feeling. I can't. Okay. So it's about how they can make you feel. Yeah, I know that feeling. But I take a man, you know, that ain't never been in the street. It all depends. I ain't even gonna say that because I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused to the chat. That's what I'm asking you. I'm, look, I'm trying to figure I'm 41. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Yeah. And it gets even more complicated when, okay, yeah, there'd be something that's interested. But they don't understand, like, up until recently, like, I was always working, like, working, working. Mm-hmm. Either I'm on the truck or I'm doing my orders. So it's not that I don't want to spend time, but like meet me halfway or make it worth my time. Meaning? Make it worth your time. Meaning? You know I'm busy. You know my time is limited. Mm-hmm. I ain't come to have prayer. So what you can't do? <laughs> Wherever your leg can go, let's go. <laughs> Wherever your mouth, hey. Whatever move you can do, let's do it. Well, what if she don't want to do that? But what if she just want to, you know, make take you to a picnic or cook you a nice dinner? All right, yeah. babe, I know you've been working. Let me rub your feet. Or now, I'm with that. That's making it worth my time, too. You know what I'm saying? But don't just put it all on me to make time. Or Honestly, outside of women with smaller children, Mm-hmm. I'm usually busier than most women I, I talk to. Like I say, besides those with younger children, those with older children that doing for themselves, the mama's kind of chilling there. Right. So they work and they go home, and that's kind of what their life is. Mm-hmm. After work, they kind of chilling because the, the children are old enough to do. They can cook their own hot dogs and stuff. As opposed to me, okay, a lot of times as soon as I get off the truck, I'm in the office working on stuff. Right. And then I'm still expected to make time for them. I'm like, but you got time. How about you meet me halfway and how about you make time for me? Mm-hmm. That's true. Because it's always on us to make time. You you make time for what's important for you. You're right. I'm going to work on my that truck and I'm going to work on my business. You're not doing anything right now. You come see me instead of expecting me to stop what I'm doing to come see you. That's true. But a lot of times I find that that's like a an issue. Is that the first time? Or no, time after time? That's pretty much all the time. Oh, well. That's Maybe you're not really showing her that you're interested in her first. I probably don't. Yeah, so that's that's kind of on you too. Like, if you if you want a woman and you pursue a woman, I believe you're going to chase her. So you will make that time for her. Not saying that you got to do that all the time. Okay. Is pursuing all on the man. No, I said some women shoot that shot. Okay. But, you know, we want to be chased too. Because I find too, outside of the ones I might be interested in, <clears throat> some will shoot their shot and then think I'm supposed to take the ball the rest of the way. Like, she shot her shot. Give me a reason to, you know, just like you want to, okay, you want to know if a man really interested in you, right? So he shoot his shot, but what he do after that to keep your attention, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing applies on our side. Don't shoot your shot and then think I'm supposed to just start taking over the conversation. Like, you like me. <laughs> I'm over here doing something. Yeah, you cool or whatever. I'm doing something. You tap me on my shoulder and then think I'm supposed to just take over the conversation. No, what you want? Right. It's weird out here, y'all. Or maybe I'm the weird one. 
No, you're not weird. Nah, that, that happens too. That happens too. Yeah, okay. So we talked about that. You want to get married one day? I do. Okay. I do. I do. I do. I was scared at first, but I feel like now, you know, I've grown into this woman that I want to be. So all this love that I have to give, you know, I, you know, you learn from your mistakes. I didn't mess up in relationships, you know. I didn't been played. I didn't play people or whatever. So now, I'm 34 again. I don't know. I keep saying it, but I'm young. That's true. Yeah, I just want to build and grow with somebody. Now I want to grow old with somebody. Now you know, I want to. Bad house. I want to have a house where me and my kids can always have a place to call home, you know. So, and yeah. I want that. If I got to do it by myself, I will, which I am. But I really want to share that with somebody else. So, I want to grow old with somebody, you know. Question. Okay. And I do ask women this, some women this. For being a woman that's had to do a lot by herself as far as the kids and you working, and you taking care of it now. Mm-hmm. Do you find it harder to let a guy come in and take over some of that responsibility? Because you already know your routine. You mm-hmm. know how things run smooth and bills paid or whatever. If you've experienced it or in the future, do you find that that's something hard to let a man come in and, and, and do? I want a man to come in and free my love a little bit. I rather do. I, I'm... I'm tired of being the man sometimes in a relationship. Let me be the woman in a relationship. Like, seriously, I want a man to just, babe, I got it. You know, relax. You know, I was talking to a guy one time. We was at work or whatever. And where I work at, like, we used to have to push these big harpers or whatever. So, me being an independent woman I am, I'm trying to push it myself instead of helping on He was like, yo, let me be a man. Like, let me do this. You know what I'm saying? And I had to think, like, I never really had the opportunity to let a man be a man. So yes, please lighten that load for me. Take my son to the barbershop, like tight, tighten up some screws, you know, around the house, like simple stuff. Like and that's what I find. Stuff. I find not that sometimes you all aren't interested back in us, but you're so used to doing it that when we try to do it, it's almost uncomfortable for you. Right. You know, or it's like something you gotta get used to. Or trust that we are gonna continue doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, don't let me get comfortable. Letting you do this and then you you fuck it up. Facts. Oof. You know what I'm saying? I done let my guard down. I'm letting you do it. And you mess up now. I got to build myself up back and start being the man again. Exactly. Exactly. I want to be the one. I feel you. So I'm trying to teach my son to be a man. I might be like, Zay, I need you to turn this screw up. You know, because he a man at the end of the day. Even Mm -hmm. though I don't got no man, but I got a little bit of man in me, not whatever, but I try to teach him that too, so when he get his lady, he can be the man, you know, you don't, no woman is supposed to do that, even though she can, she's not supposed to do that, if you there, what are you, what are your purpose, what are you there for, you know, so. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I salute all, all single mothers, at one point I took it for granted, right, you younger, I started with kids at age 19, mm-hmm. I've been married a couple of times and, and and when you're in the mix of all the drama and things going on with breakups and this and that, you don't you don't really always think. But the kids with them all the time, mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm stressed out this and that, but they're having to deal with everything that I'm dealing with, plus have the kids. Exactly. exactly. So it got to a point where I stopped complaining about certain things, with even with my woman friends, because I'm like. Okay, end of the day, I could be complaining about how tired I am for work, blah, blah, blah. But then I think they worked all day, too. Mm-hmm. And now they got to go be a mother. 
Right. Dead, relaxed. I don't, don't even put all that on them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. You yeah. know, sometimes you can voice it, but find out if they need some help. Mm-hmm. Like, ask them how that day was, because now they got to be in mama mode mm-hmm. after working at 8, 12, 10 hours a day, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, salute to all, all the single mothers out yes. there holding yes. down. They'd be daddies, y'all should be shot. No, I'm not perfect, but yeah, yeah, y'all yeah. dudes that don't even try, don't um, even pick up the phone. I know respect for you because I know how hard it is when you're trying, and mm-hmm. y'all don't even try. No, I know I respect for you. Yeah, so yeah. hope y'all fall into a big hole um, and bust your head open. Yes, and women, us, we need to stop giving it to them, and then we ain't got to worry about them being sorry, Debbie Debs, because you know. Ugh. And I might get in trouble for this, but I'm tired of seeing. Am I gonna say this? Yeah, I'm gonna say it if I gotta take it out. It ain't nothing too bad. It, I don't like that it's almost seemed like it's cool to be to get pregnant by a dude, but it's just you in the picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of the women that's getting pregnant. But don't know baby daddies get talked about. Sometimes you get pregnant by uh, Sneaky Link. Sometimes. Sometimes it ain't meant to happen. It just happens. So. But we still doing it in 2021. What? Sneaky I see grown, grown people getting tricked up with the Sneaky I'm like, we. If I get tricked up with a Sneaky Link at 41. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> now I have some, some situations, but you got to be more precautious. I'm not. I'm not trying to have a baby younger than my grandbaby. True, true. What do I look like out here? I even had one of my daughters tell me, like, that would be weird. Like, it would, it would. Yeah, so I, I try to be more careful. Right now, I'm, I'm celibate. For real? Let's talk about that. How is that going? That's interesting. I'm kind of am. <laughs> How you kind? That don't make sense. Make that make sense. Well, I'm undecided. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I haven't been really doing that. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, on, on a serious tip. Yeah, I do want to do it. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm at the point now, I don't want it to just be about the sex. Mm-hmm. I want it to be some type of emotion, some type of emotional connection there. So we doing is more than just about us busting a nut. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for now, I'm kind of being particular about even open opportunities that I know I could go and knock it off and I still be like, but nah. I'm right. just I'll be here or on the road or my sister house somewhere and just making sure I'm doing something else and thinking about it like, yeah, you could go over here, you could, you know, do what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna be nasty with everybody. <laughs> And that's that's, just, you can't. Like, you can't though. You, you know. Can't. But I want to be. I want to get to the point where I'm with that person. I can be like that with all the time. Mm-hmm. But I can't just do that with the ones that I know I could just. I could go knock it off. But it's like I ain't trying to. Right. I, I want to eat ass, but I ain't gonna eat your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like okay. I want to be able to do all that. So if I can't do all of that, I'm gonna just chill and, and try to put that energy into some productive because. You do get connected to people through that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it, some, some of those connections are powerful. To the point where I found myself constantly 
it was actually maybe this year or late last year when I realized I was attracting some of the same types of women to myself because of one particular woman. And the connection that we had, I'm like, unknowingly, I was trying to find that connection with other women. Some of them look physically, kind of were built the same. Some of their mentality was the same. They're, it was just certain things. And I sat back and I was like, oh, snap. You're going after that because of her. Mm-hmm. But that's... So that led me to think, like, you got to be careful with who you're connecting with because you'll be out still tied to someone and trying to make somebody else be that or try to find that in somebody else. I've connected with some psychos. I'm not talking about that person, but I've connected with some... some, some. Yeah. As they say, and I'm doing a lot of talking, but I'm going to let you talk too. No, I'm they say that crazy coochie be the best. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> they, they, I'm just verifying. It. It's a fact. I don't know. Y'all crazy ones. Y'all wop, baba, loo, bop. Y'all, all that, that stuff. <laughs> but they lead you in the wrong direction. Y'all have us out here. That's probably kind of why I'm a little crazy now. Some of that crazy coochie. <laughs> that stuff is amazing. Anybody listening, and this is for adults. I love y'all crazy women because y'all are a blessing when it comes to that. Other than that, y'all got to get away from me. But it's like, that's what I attract, the crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Maybe crazy. Not a shot at nobody. I probably am a little yeah. bit. They say you attract what you Yeah, mean. a little bit. Because like, even some of my best friends, like women best friends, I love y'all. I'm not saying y'all crazy, but y'all know y'all crazy. If y'all watch this, y'all know y'all are crazy. But we love each other. Because I think they see something in me that reflects them and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But if you knew, like one of my best friends that people wouldn't even know that was my best friend. I'll tell you all, Kevin. Wouldn't nobody know we was as close as we were. Mm-hmm. But we was, and we were kind of like totally opposite if people were just looking at it. But, like I said, that was my, that was my best friend. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm doing a lot of talking. <clears throat> I want to talk you to talk about something because I'm just putting myself out here like I'm in like you evangel uh, what's his name? Ayala like, Van Zandt or something. You trying to fix my life. I we bring it out of people. We probably be talking about your life. <laughs> you know. Some of the ugly black dudes you didn't link up with. I'm just playing. I love them all though. Hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> love my black men. Okay, on on another serious tip though. Mm-hmm. Because I find a lot of times us as black men and black women, it's like we talk at each other, but we don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I see a lot of times the group of men is always bashing women, talking crazy, and you know, just okay. I, I think y'all do too. <laughs> like, even though I could list a lot of issues I've had with particular women, I still love black women. Like, mm-hmm. ain't nothing like black women. Period. Y'all magical. Yes. And to at, at 41, I'm going to say to this point, all I probably ever date is a black woman. Now, it might change after this video, but up until this point, when you watching this. <laughs> oh, it ain't going to change. It, it probably change. won't because it's something about that. Yeah. It's something about y'all. Yes. But so y'all dudes, y'all whack. And then, but then you have a group of women that's always bashing men. It's hurt. But we all been hurt. It's like I heard somebody say, like, okay, people come, I'm hurt, I'm damaged, I'm hurt. At a certain point in life, 
like people talk about football players or basketball, at a certain point in the season, we all hurt. Your knee hurt. My, we all hurt at this point. Mm-hmm. So your hurt can't. I'm not saying I'm not saying they take away from nobody's hurt, but you have to understand too. Other people hurting too. So if they're having to be responsible with theirs and how they treat you, you got to be responsible with yours. You can't just use that as an excuse. Get some help if you have to. Right, right. You know. But some people don't want to be here. Some people, you know, they want to be the victim all the time. I'm glad you said that. Or whatever, you know. I'm glad you said that because I I see, and I'm doing too much talking, but you know. No, let's talk. But y'all listening, this is good stuff. I, I see women, I'm just using women, and you can, you can give me some pushback. They'll post, they'll use social media to paint a picture of the type of relationships they want, the type of intimacy they want. And then when a guy actually is naturally like that and tries to do that for them, they push it away. But it's like, but you keep saying you want this. So what, what is that? They're doing that for likes. They're doing that for you know, everybody got this image to uphold. You know, so they just basically doing that for likes and the whole time they sleeping with John that ain't nothing. You know, so I mean they just do it for likes. That's how I feel. You know, you just I'm glad you said you it. You know. And I, I believe that. Yeah. Oh, I'd never do this or shut up, please. I know you. You lying. I know, okay. I know who you sneaky link is. <laughs> Y'all, y'all sneaky links don't be as sneaky as y'all be thinking. <laughs> nah, I don't. I'd be on the road right and stuff, and I'd be finding out stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't even in town, and I know y'all fucking. So yeah, yeah. And I don't even be asking about what go on, and people bring it to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't hit that. Oh, you can't sneak with too much in the world. You had to go out. Well, even if you go out of town, like I done seen times where I done been places. And you always see at least one person. So you know, like you be like, <laughs> like nigga, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you think you're sneaking whole time? No, somebody <laughs> see you. You can go all the way to New York and mess around and see somebody from Exactly. You That's a see fact. see one person. You know, so. Hey. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's what I need a sneaky link. It's like, no, this way. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I can come on celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> a few minutes, you know. Can we start? Nah, you doing good. I'm proud of you. I ain't proud of me shit. <laughs> yeah, this is it's a struggle right now. Uh, I only hear a lot of a man that's doing that though, so I commend you for that. That's that's awesome. Well, it doesn't all because I've done it a couple times. It doesn't always happen intentionally. Okay. Fuck it. I was in a relationship last year. Didn't go. Didn't go right. Mm-hmm. It went low. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. I might take that shout out. out. <laughs> um, I might leave it in. Anyway, it's all love. Uh, didn't go right. And honestly, how can I say this? <laughs> you don't know how to say it. Cause I'm not trying to be like vulgar to like. Okay. You ever had you ever had your your sex turn off like your not that you didn't want to do it, but your experience with somebody else was so different that it's like you had to regroup or something like I don't know how I'm trying to put that. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know neither. You was used to a certain type of way that y'all do it. And then you got this person that just wasn't what you was used to? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I have like kind of been there. I think that's my problem now. Like, listen. Uh, it's this one guy. Oh mm-hmm. my god. She just he was awesome all the way around the board. He's just a freaking whore. Right? But we used to have so much fun, like, period, like, all the way around. We used to have so much fun. But with his sex, his sex was just so spectacular, right? So even after me and him parted ways and I had sex with somebody else, it's like it will not the same because it will not his sex. And his sex was just so, so I'm trying to, I'm kind of looking forward in that person and he just, it won't happen. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. That joint was different. Yeah. Like, what we was doing... And I'm trying not to say too much because people that know who I was with. Right. And then you bum ass niggas, y'all go, y'all like to try to go behind dudes and facts. Whatever, y'all goofy. <laughs> I y'all be bragging about being number two. Who me? Yes, I mean, okay, it's like some cats they can't wait for you to break up with somebody just so they can run up there. Like, mm-hmm. so you really want to know what dick tastes like? Hey. <laughs> Yeah, like y'all can't wait for people to break up. Mm-hmm. Y'all be skydiving in the inbox, mm-hmm. goofies. But anyway, that situation was so intense and and so different that it's like my body had to say for a minute, like, yo, we got to get this out of our system, or you ain't gonna never be right for nobody else. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of at that point where it's out my system, but I just be chilling, man. Because how can I put it? Most of the people I run into don't really understand what I do. So the time that they would require would be sufficient for them, but it would make me have to abort part of my dreams. Mm-hmm. And I've done that for years, just trying to be a good husband. I put my dreams on the back burner, trying to do what I thought was right. I clearly fucked that up. Um, now I own my part. Right. Even if they don't, they don't own theirs. Fine, great. I know the part I fucked up on. Um, so I spent a lot of time doing that. So now, especially once I first hit forty, it's like a light bulb went off. Like you better get all the way focused. Like mm-hmm. you ain't got time for nobody that's gonna have you. Feeling guilty because you ain't spending enough time with them. Mm-hmm. You need to link with somebody else. If you're going to link with somebody, link with somebody that's busy too. That's doing something too that their time is precious too. So that when y'all link, y'all do what y'all do. Mm-hmm. But then y'all know y'all got to go do y'all thing. Right. That way they're not going to be feeling away because you're not making time for them and they're not making time for you. It's like, nah, we both working. We both busy. We mm-hmm. both grinding. And when we got time, we link up, enjoy ourselves, and then go about our business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't find that. So, well, you. I just keep it to myself in there. You'll find it in due time when it's when it's right when it's you know when the time is. Right. I believe everything is is timing, perfect timing. Like my husband gonna come find me in perfect timing. Maybe God know I'm not really all the way ready. Maybe He's still fixing me and healing me. You know, maybe He helping me get over this last thing that I was in. So, I, how can I get myself fully to another person? I'm still trying to. On another person, so maybe God just waiting until I get that all the way out of my system. 
that too. Perfect timing. I, I don't hear that too. I don't want to take any of the, and I find because I find that I do that sometimes. I start, you know, I, I attempt to start engaging with somebody, and then I hit a, a point that would trigger something from the past. Mm-hmm. Even though this person may not be doing that, if it mirrors it in any way, it might trigger a feeling from the past, and I start taking out that frustration on them. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. You're not all the way here yet. You got to heal all the way completely. So just keep doing what you're going to stay silent. Stop talking to me like I'm a... You no, I'm being like serious. You got to, you know... Yeah, yeah. yeah, heal first. And then you, you'll be surprised at what... You might find that person on the road one day. Anyway. But you know, sometimes you don't have to. It'll just come right in your face, and then you will know. You know. I used to believe that, right? You don't believe that. Well, here's the reason I, I kind of skeptical of it. I, I didn't go looking for the last one. They came looking for me. Okay. Well. Actually, this going to sound like I'm talking crazy. The last few came looking for me. Mm-hmm. So if that was the case, like, if you stop looking there, find it, you'll find it. Like, mm. <laughs> I had a couple find me and... Mm. I don't give a fuck. I'm free. I'm trying to make it's a certain goal. I have. I'm talking all this. I'm not desperate because people. I like I'm to desperate. talk about relationships. I need my husband now. Sorry, no, this now I like to talk about relationships because, like I said, a lot of times we talk to each other, but we don't. We talk at each other. Mm-hmm. But us as men, we don't talk to each other. I had a conversation it's like, where are we going wrong with how we're communicating with each other? Mm-hmm. Why do? Why is there a stigma about black men? Why is there a stigma about black women? And why do each side perpetuate that? You know. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Even with any issues I might have with what certain a certain group of black women do, I still try to only highlight more women like yourself that are actually doing something positive than to talk about the ones that's doing some other stuff. <laughs> they need to be talked about too. <clears throat> Show you what not to do, but if that's what you want to do, then hey, that's all. Yeah, because it ain't even a judgmental thing. Like, yeah. if you want a hoe, hoe. Yeah, be a hoe. What's wrong with it? Whatever. Like, I ain't look. I, I, don't I believe everybody. Honestly, yeah. please don't get mad at me for what I'm about to say. But I'm, I'm keeping it real. I believe everybody had that hoe phase in my life. But even that I did. 2015. <laughs> I was like, man, I, look. That's why when I make reference to like, you know, make me go back to 2015. It's a lot of stuff in 2015. I remember that year. That was a great year. I had a great year 2015, baby. Oh my gracious! I ain't gonna get into my my whole mentality and everything, but I was poor. I'm, 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 I'm being funny. I'm thankful I came out of that joint clean. I ain't do nothing too crazy. Yeah. But I rolled the dice a few times, and thankfully I came out all right. Yeah. But you're right. Everybody had their whole phase. Even your pastor did. Correct. Correct. Even my mama might have. Some people don't want to admit that. That someday your mama might be free, baby. Maybe. Maybe that's why I got it from. Shout out to my lady. That's real, because some people ain't going to want to admit that. Like, Hey, it is what it is. I knew a, a group of sisters, right? And I'm like, all oh, them freaks. I'm like, they mama can't yeah, be they got free. I almost started looking at their mama like, let me let me get it from where they got. 
he going straight to the source. Yeah, let me go straight to the source. <laughs> all them freaks, you gotta be a freak, baby. Yeah, let me jump in Mama there. Mama probably doing it better than them. Ooh, <laughs> and this season, coochie. You was yeah, a mess. I'm telling yeah, tell the truth. Wow. But we all, I think we all have been through that phase, and yeah. some, some it lasts a while. I think it's important to go through your whole phase. What you think? I think so too. So you can value and appreciate the next, you know. I don't know. I'm glad I went through mine, honestly. And now I'm just ready to give my love to just one person. If I could just find that one person. He all for me, I'm all for him. Boom. I already been through it, so you know I ain't gonna go back. I See, I ain't ugly enough, so I ain't, you know. I'm kind of handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a handsome, so I ain't got a shot. So I can help you. I can refer you to a couple dudes. But, you know, is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I got the black part and the short part right there. I'm a little cute, I think. You know. <laughs> I'm telling oh, wow. you, relationship stuff is just interesting. It is. You know. It gets difficult at times, too. It does. And like I said, I started off asking about the business part because that's that's what I run into the most. Yeah. I it, hope when I find that person that he understand, like, I'm not going to give up on my dreams for you. And if you my man and you love me and support me, you will want me to. So... Being a mother, you know, I might have to play that role of being a wife. I'm speaking into an existence, but you just got to understand. I will make time for you, but this is my dream and this is my goal. And you're either on board with that or you're not. You got to keep it moving because I'm not going to stop what I'm doing because you want to, you know, no, no, I'm not. Okay. They don't realize, okay, they want you to make time. Sometimes, if especially if it's something like, okay, well, what I do? Podcast or the holes or whatever, mm-hmm. you're always welcome to come in here with me. Okay. And, we, and that, you know, and even if you ain't doing nothing, we still kicking it. I'm working, but at least we, we still spending time. Right. <clears throat> so if you really want to spend that time, don't just define it by you taking me away from what I'm doing. Right. If you really want to spend time, you'll sit right up in here with me. That's right. That's so, important. You, you know, so you edit yeah. it or whatever you're doing as far as writing. I'm going to be in the room with you. I might not be talking. We might. You busy. But at least I'm laid back in here. I'm sipping my little hot chocolate or whatever. Or mm-hmm. Whatever you indulge in. If you drink, you drink. If you smoke. Whatever you, you know. Right. Whatever you do. We still spending that time. And I know when you get a break, you're going to, you know. Right. Bless yeah. me some kind of way. You got a minute. You look stressed. Let me holler at you right quick. Yeah, you look stressed. <laughs> just turn around. You ain't got to look. You ain't got to look at me. You can keep looking at the screen right now. You can be proofreading, and I'll be back here. I know that's right. Straight up, straight up. I, I got you back here. I think it's fine. But yeah. You know, so. Uh, <laughs> you is crazy. I'm gonna stop it because by this time it's over. They be like they they doing something. Like I'm just we just talking. And if we is so what? Sorry, but we not. But I'm just saying. Who cares? Either way, we run. Stay tuned for Love Lockdown 3. You might find out. Hello. <laughs> I might be in the book by then. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> the, the cute black one came up. And <laughs> it all started from a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. You, you, you a trip. Yeah, this has been good, though. It's been yeah. good. You know, like I say, sometimes it start off slow, but... You get to it. Yeah. You get to it. You know, I like people to come up here that ain't scared to talk. And of course, you can get into everything. But, 
I have a question. Right. Come on with it. So, <clears throat> why do men... Okay, so, say for instance you was messing with this girl and y'all break up, right? Mm-hmm. But you still holding on to her, right? You can't complete the all the way let her go. But however, you done moved on with somebody else, but you still trying to keep this person hanging by coattail. Why is that? Why you can't completely let this person go? Because a lot of times when, when you let when you let the person go, it's not even because you want to. It's something that might have happened or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you still like that part of them that drew you to them. If it's not a situation that went totally bad, mm-hmm. that thing you always liked about them or that they made you feel, you still feel that. And it's hard to just disconnect from that sometimes. Even if you get to a point where y'all can't, you know you can't be together, but if a person made you feel a certain way for a particular time frame that nobody else has ever made you feel, at least for a while, you always going to remember that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm with this other person. She treated me better. You know, she pretty. It, it, it's all right. It's, that was good, you know. Mm-hmm. Because the thing with the other person might not have even been the sex that kept you there. It might have just been the way they... I've had some the way they walk. Mm-hmm. just hypnotize me. And yeah, this other person is cool, but you don't walk like her. <laughs> like you don't. It's something about, uh, you know what I'm saying? All right. Oh, it could be anything, but it's always something about that last woman that affected you in a way that just nobody else ever did. So you try whatever you can to. It could be the sex. It it could be whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just hard to disconnect from that. That's why I, I, I've learned that you shouldn't even get connected to somebody else until you learn how to deal with Okay, I'm going to use my... I can be transparent. We've been split up for years. I can use my ex-wife, my, my second wife, for example. It was a long time before I could really be around her and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I knew what I felt at a certain time when I would be around her. That feeling didn't just go away because we weren't together anymore. You know what I'm saying? Certain attractions didn't just, they're not there now. She married and happy. Or if she ain't happy, she ain't my wife. <laughs> you get a run. I'm just saying, she, much love. Like, we cool, so don't nobody go back and say, he ain't said nothing. Right. You know I got love for you, so we good now. But at a certain point, even for a couple of years out, it's like, I, I could be around her, but I couldn't be around her because we had like a real friendship before we got married. Mm-hmm. So even part of that, like, yo, you still trying to rectify, like, how did I get to this place with my friend? Like, we used to just hang out. When my brother and his wife first got together, like, her and I would, like, we would just be together hanging out. We were cool, we were friends. It progressed, got married, chill, boom, 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 divorced. And you just sit there like, wow, how did I get to this messed up place with my friend? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Plus, other thing, you know, had kids, so clearly we were having sex. Um, and, and you just stay, it's hard to get past certain things. So like I said, I would go looking for that in other people instead of just taking time to myself to rectify all of those thoughts. Like I said, and then it got, it got to a point where you know, I could be around and there's it's nothing there, but it took time. And along that way, other people got hurt because I was looking for that in them. And I was also attracted to some of the bad parts too. Mm-hmm. So I would attract people with similar temperaments as her, and that's like I said, I'm not saying I'm bashing nobody, 
so I would, I would run into that. Like, so it just took me a minute before I, I got to the point where I was no longer attracted to that. So I could start, when I would start, so when I saw that in other women, I could be like, nah, that ain't what you want. I hope I answered your question. If I didn't, I can keep Yeah, yeah, I think. But y'all do it too, though. True, I did it with two of <clears throat> But I just wanted to hear it from a man, because I know why I did it. But you know, everybody's different. So I just wanted to hear it from a man. Yeah. That's all. Sometimes it's something about a person that, because the reason you got one from the start, mm-hmm. you know, even before, well, it depends on how the relationship started. If it started off as just sex, that could be what got you hooked. But sometimes it start off starts off as a quote unquote friendship. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes we just kicking it. I might not call it friends, but we just kicking it or whatever. And so you build a bond through just communicating, mm-hmm. vibing off each other, and. It might be something you ain't found with nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you move on and you get with other people, and but it just ain't that. Just ain't that. You know, it's hard to find that. Correct. You know. Correct. And honestly, sometimes now, even when I do see that in other people, sometimes I know that isn't good for me, but sometimes I still want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if I see a little glimmer, like, yo, that reminds me kind of of, that and I remember how that used to, you know what I'm saying, be like, that ain't no good for you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have you out here crazy again. Well, you some say you're crazy now, but you know, I'm wrong you. with a little bit of crazy. Look, I think people can suck down a little bit. I yeah. like a little toxic, you know? I like a little bit, not too crazy, like afraid of attraction. Most people crazy. won't even admit that, but, but I, I like a little bit. I like a little bit of it. <laughs> It's low key yeah. sexy. It is. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. Oof, Most like, people want to. Damn, boy, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a little bit of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Yo, most gonna disagree with that. Oh, so I'm not, but people try to act like they don't like it. Man. Because that's just like me. I seem to attract. Okay, how can I put it? I'm a good dude. Real decent fan. Um, I've lived a little bit. Uh, so some that you know my background sometimes think I'm a certain way. Because, okay, at a certain point I was a certain way. Mm-hmm. But then when they start talking to me, be around me, it's like I attract, just like, okay, women, y'all be attracted to a certain type of dude, like street dude or whatever. The type of women I attract <laughs> it'd be the I ain't gonna say the wild ones or the they'd be street mm-hmm. I just attracted a particular type of woman or I'm attracted to a particular type I don't like the really goody two shoes I like some yeah, yeah. I don't know. but some think I would but it's like no I want that over there give me that right there <laughs> uh, ooh, that's all about it man yeah. Yeah. Because she used to be a stripper. What? Are you a sugar jack? No, I'm just playing. Uh-huh. I don't know. See, I. Can you? Hold on. Let me ask you this question. You can you handle? I'm glad you said that. I literally was about to say, I don't know if I can handle that. Like, a lot of times we think we can. Mm-hmm. 
It's crazy, right? Because I could be a friend with a stripper because, and I could see it for what it is, that she just really doing this to make her money. She ain't fucking all these dudes. Mm-hmm. If she not one of them, she really just working. A lot of them like that. But it's funny how if that evolved into a relationship, then I'd be trying to stop her. When just at first, it's like, dude, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know she just out here getting her hustle on. She don't care. Nothing about these niggas looking at her ass. She know they going to, as long as they spend that money, you going to clap the cheeks. She ain't letting them clap them. All right. But it's something about me knowing other niggas looking at my woman. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that's my booty. Right. You ain't going to be up here. So I don't, I don't think I want to even try to mm-hmm. deal with it. At, 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 I'm not over at 41. Yeah. Maybe if I was a little bit younger, I'd have tried. Okay. Shout okay. out to the strippers, though. Hey. Yeah, you look, I love y'all. I've only <laughs> been to a strip club, I think once. I used to smoke a whole lot of weed. <laughs> there was one in North of one of the sad joints. Yeah. I've been and, to one ratchet joints. Yeah, little ratchet joints. Mm-hmm. And we got, you know, the drinks was free. Man. I left out of there thought somebody robbed me. I ain't really like me, girl. All my money. I said, I ain't never doing this shit again. That's how them drinks was free. <laughs> I said, I gave her all my little money. I got some weed now. So I got weed, but I can't even get a double cheese right now because I didn't give this. The, the coochie was in my face, though. They were just winking at me and shit. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just saying. So I don't think I could... Uh, I don't think I could do that. Could you? Could you date a? A male stripper? Yeah. First of all, none against male strippers, and I could be judging y'all, but I think male strippers like that. And I heard most women say they enjoyed going to the women's strip. Yeah, I would. I would never. What you? No, that's so. Yeah, I because I thought about. I was like, that's a hustle, but I was like, nah. I think they gay, honestly. I believe they be stripping for men too. They don't just be stripping for us men. I think they gay. No, I couldn't. I couldn't deal with a stripper. I don't give a no, never. No, don't even look my way. Just strip on your yeah. ass. No, ain't no telling what you be doing. You just be doing one of your parties. I don't know no dude strippers thankfully. Yeah, me neither, but I couldn't. I know a few women joints, but. Yeah, shout out to the women that choice me. Look, whoever, hey, how are you getting it? I ain't mad at you. I ain't want to judge you. Um, Get that money. Let me hold some. You know, because even growing up. Okay. You used to like hear about a woman having to, or doing something for a sign. Mm-hmm. Doing something strange for a piece of time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older and I looked at some of the bills I was having to face and then child support was kicking my ass, I was like, if I could sell some of this dick, I'll sell it. You probably can. Yeah, what about so, you <laughs> probably so I'm like, can. I really ain't mad at them selling the coochie because hey. if I could. Hey, Look, forty dollars. I I'll take forty dollars too, but it's not not nowadays. But back then, forty. That's it. No, I no, I'm a no, 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 no. I'm a bougie. Oh, no, that's right. My penis bougie. You gotta pay top dollar for yeah, that. Yeah, you gotta pay at least at least at least a stack. At least a stack for this, right? Yeah. Ooh, that's not right. <laughs> but see, you get more than one session for the stack. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. like a, a subscription or something. <laughs> <laughs> a subscription to the dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that might be some subscription dick. Hey. Hey, I started for the low. <laughs> man, man. You got me thinking crazy in there. But um 
but like I said, I used to be judgmental, but then I started really, cause see, it, it, it comes from one place of looking at things how we think they should be, and start mm-hmm. looking at things in reality. In reality, these bills got to get paid. Facts. Well, these kids got to eat. These kids can't can't be like, uh, I'm hungry. He said, my mama ain't got no money. Well, Mr. Earl, <laughs> he say, uh, what the Earl want this coochie? <laughs> nah, he ain't gonna last long. Uh. <laughs> See, I don't know what go through in your mind, but this is what I'm thinking. Like, uh, <laughs> hey. But if you're gang right, you don't even gotta give your coochie up. You know, you just gotta know how to finesse them all, you know? Yeah, because there's some of y'all. Well, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna tell them I don't see it. What you about to say? Nah, but no, because that was going to make me sound crazy. I was going to say, some of them out here giving up money without getting the coochie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I give up, it's help. I'm helping. I ain't trying to get the coochie. I'm just trying to help. Either way it go. She's there feeding her kids. Thank you. Paying the bills. Yeah, but I ain't no sugar. I ain't no sugar daddy. I mean, ain't no wrong with helping a woman out. I ain't that stage yet. And if you want to be a sugar daddy, be a sugar daddy. That's fine. But mine work. <laughs> They always say y'all want a sugar daddy without the sugar. If sugar, if I'm the sugar daddy, I'm bringing the sugar and the daddy. All right, you gonna get diabetes from this sugar daddy. Yeah, your blood your sugar gonna be fucked up from this with this one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you got me interested. It's good though. No, no, no. Look, I'm glad to finally have somebody here talking real stuff about how's men and women be dealing with each other. Yeah. Like people be scared to talk about I ain't scared at all. And that's why you put your books out. Because you're not scared to tell not. your truth and your story. At all. So make sure y'all read them. Both of them, all three of them actually. Okay, give up uh, once again during the conversation. How can they get your books? They are on Amazon twenty four seven. Um I usually keep some copies with me, but here lately I've been selling out. However, if you want me to sign your book and I don't have it and you order off Amazon, you just hit me up and I will be glad to come where you are and sign your books. But I try to keep some on handy, but I always sell out. Like I'm waiting on some now, so. But Amazon always. You ever thought about doing like the audible version, audio version of it? I have. You know, it's a lot that I want to do. And it all comes with time and finding the time. And then I'm lazy kind of too because I like to sleep a lot too. And then I have other stuff going on, you know, but... In due time, I'm going to get to everything that I want to do. But right now, my job is killing me. I'm on a different shift, and I just really don't have time for nothing. But with patience, everything going to you know, come together. Right now, I got to do what I got to do. It's a sacrifice I'm making right now. So yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah, all come yeah. together. Like I said, I recently had to let go of some things to focus more on the... I'm focusing more on the trucking side. Mm-hmm. So I can do more on the business side, but I had to let some things go on the business side mm-hmm. with something like, "Why you stop doing that?" You got to realize sometimes. Well, honestly, I cut back on a lot of stuff, and that next day I made more money with the one product I'm selling mm-hmm. than I did with the other other hundred and fifty that I had available. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to cut back and focus. On one or two things instead of trying to do ten things at one time. Correct. Because it sounds good to say, well, I got this going on. I got this going on. How successful are you at it, though? Correct. Because especially if you don't have a team, it's just you trying to juggle all of it, you're going to drop some of them. Yes, and it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, like, 
and it's, you doing it with kids, like, mm-hmm. I'm doing it and having to try to include seeing my kids, and that's still hard, too, because I got two that's grown and two that's not. One live here, one live by itself, and two, so they in different cities. Mm-hmm. That's a job, too. Um, what was I saying, yo? <laughs> 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 uh, you was basically saying how you cut out one and you made more money with one product than you did the other. Oh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was, I'm using trucking as like the, that's gonna be like the, the backbone. As far as the income to invest, mm-hmm. so if you're working a job, I know you're frustrated, but use that income to invest in your future. Correct. You know, don't just get your paycheck. Don't keep saying, "Well, I want to do such and such," and then when you get your paycheck, you go buy the new kicks. Look, buy what you want to buy. It's your mm-hmm. money, but don't be mad about not having your dreams fulfilled if you are just investing in how you look and not investing in your future. Some people don't understand that though. Yeah, you gotta you put know. that money out. Yeah. Take money to make money, right? And you might take a loan sometime. Yeah. You're gonna fail a little bit. Like somebody said, if you're not failing, if you've never failed, you haven't tried hard enough. Correct. Like, and it's sometimes what I learned in the quote unquote failure that some of that stuff is stuff that's priceless. Mm-hmm. You know, even with the oils and stuff I was selling. Some of the knowledge that, that I just have about certain parts of that that I learned from doing stuff wrong, couldn't nobody really teach me that anyway. Right. I had to learn certain things. So stop being afraid to, well, for one, stop being afraid to start. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this podcast right now, right? January the 4th, 2021, I literally woke up and said, I'm going to start my podcast today. Now, I've been wanting to do it for like over two years. Kept giving myself excuses not to. Got the mic and everything. Still giving myself excuses. One day I literally woke up and said, I'm starting the day. And it's going to be whatever it is. Right. Because I've been wanting to do it. You know, I already knew kind of how I wanted the platform to be. You got to get up and get moving. That's right. You know, don't nobody care about what you was in high school, yo. <laughs> mm. You know. Yeah, that's why I said it. Y'all still bragging about what you was in high Okay, I was the illest drummer in high school. I'm 41 now. Who cares? Right. Who cares? I was the illest drummer while I was in high school. You can dispute that, but I can prove that. <laughs> but still, it's 20-some years later. Who cares? That's right. You know what I'm saying? You're only good as your last at bet, so you got to get up every day and keep swinging. And I'm, I'm doing a lot of talking now. You got something else you want to add in? Yes. I want to talk about, um, you know, I had the girls' mentoring group. Still yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring that on. Yeah, so, you know, I started that program because, you know, as a teenager, you know, I used to get in trouble. I was fighting. I was doing mm-hmm. drugs. I was promiscuous or whatever. So, I felt like if I would have had that growing up, then maybe I would have mm-hmm. done some of the stuff i done or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I started that group not only because of what I've been through, but, of course, we here in Emporia. And, you know... We don't have a lot of things for our kids. Especially with the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we don't don't have that or whatever. And I felt like, who else better to talk to these girls than me? You know, somebody that invented is like, you know, you got kids in counseling or whatever. So you got these people that's counseling. No offense to y'all, but they haven't, they can't relate to these kids. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all basically by the textbook. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all really don't know the struggles that these girls are really going through. So, 
I felt like, okay, well, Pancake, use, you know, use what you done been through and reach out and teach somebody else or to help somebody else. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why I started that. <clears throat> it's on pause right now because of my work schedule. Again, I got to pay my bills. They got to get paid. I got kids to feed. But I'm trying to bring that back. But when I bring it back, I'm trying to come with something bigger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so and I just, even, even if it's some pause and virtual, could you still? Yeah, I still reach out. Like the girls that I had in the last group, okay. I still reach out to them. We still talk. You know, things like that. So I'm still trying to get That's with it. Dope. But this, this schedule that I am on now. Baby, I don't got time, but patience and God's willing, everything gonna come back. Yeah, here. yeah, because I, I, I hate to see it not, not uh, come back out because, especially right, that's needed. Yeah, it, it is. And then you know what really made me mad? Like, I was trying to look for funding, right? <clears throat> and it was really no grants and stuff for the program rep that I was trying to do out here in the party. Like, you go up to Richmond and the other cities, oh, it's you money everywhere. Yeah, it's money everywhere. But here in the party, I couldn't get in. That's why I was doing, like, I did the GoFundMe, and I sold donuts, and some of that stuff was coming out of my pocket. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I did what I had to do for those girls, so. But, yeah, and I had some some great people that donated or whatever. I appreciate all y'all and believing in me and what I was trying to do, but. When you get it back going, I, I hope you contribute in some way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, even if, even if you, like I used to tell things like, well, how can I donate? Donate your time. Like, I tried yeah, to do this, do that, yeah. this trade fair, and I might step on some people's toes and I might piss y'all off, but I don't care. I was doing this trade fair for the girls to let, you got all these entrepreneurs mm -hmm. in the party now, right? right? So I was trying to do a trade fair with um, with these girls so I can have, you know, different people come in and talk about their business or how they done this and what inspired them. Okay. And I reached out to a lot of people and it pissed me off that I think I got like two people that wanted to come. And oh, it, it pissed, this area yeah, in here, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really pissed me off, and I canceled it. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do it this time. Maybe when I come back, I do it. You know, and it really, like, pissed me off. And then I wanted to do it, you know, because it's a girls' group. So I reached out to majority women, right? So, you know, strong black women, y'all see us doing things. And when I tell you it pissed me off, I just canceled it or whatever. But those are the type of things that, that really... Y'all talk about is nothing to do or why this girl doing this or why he getting shot or why he in the streets like this is because you don't even have the support of the community. All I wanted was an hour of y'all time to, to talk to these young girls. Y'all can't even do that. And let me jump in with that. And this is for my, my, my young women because I see it on jobs. I see it, saw it in church everywhere. Y'all, sometimes y'all own worst enemy because let's be honest. A lot of, I, I heard a lot of women say, I don't have a lot of women mostly guy friends or a lot of times on jobs it's it's y'all going back and forth about about stuff y'all be going at each other's necks and not really supporting each other mm. like you should but right. then you expect people outside of you to support you like y'all gotta support each other first Fact. show some type of unity as sisters for real mm -hmm. not just on Facebook and Instagram mm -hmm. like when she hits you up show up for real yeah yeah. And don't just when her birthday comes, that's my bitch. No, she not. I'm really not. <laughs> yeah. Because real friends show up. Correct. Even if we're not friends, if you're if you're really about helping the community and, and, and participate, you show up. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I ain't one, one hour. That's all I asked for. Then, like, um, when you say you want to contribute, like, I had um, Strong Temple Gene. He oh. came. Um, and I, don't my, even, I knew you were going to say Gene. Yeah. Um, yeah. My cousin, Eric. 
Terry Sloan, okay. he's a pastor, yeah, him and his yeah. wife, they came, you know, just to talk to these girls, you know what I'm saying? So you don't have to always contribute to the money or whatever. I had people from my job, they contribute, you know, like um, lotions or what, whatever. Like every week I was giving out gifts to these girls because of people that supported me. And they not even from here. These people I work with, they don't really know me for real. They just know what I'm trying to do. You know, they right, right, they contribute. Right. Like um, I had um, my manager. She was she's a pastor. She contributed like bookmarks with scriptures and stuff on there. Like okay. you know, like any little thing can help. It don't always have to be money. Your time is the most precious and valuable thing that you can give somebody. And y'all couldn't even give me an hour to show these girls. You know, you know, you got you got people that's doing makeup. You got cooks. You got um, women that's making clothes. I really want to show these girls. <clears throat> That you don't just have to go to college to be successful. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're pushing at these kids. Go to school, go to school. Nah, no, man, you don't it's have probably, to. And I'm going to be, I, I don't have a college degree, so it's not to offend anybody with one. But mm-hmm. a lot of y'all will agree. A lot Nowadays, that's probably the, the last option. Right. It's when you look at how money and stuff is being made nowadays, mm-hmm. you don't need a college degree for you that don't. at you all. Don't. You don't. These different platforms and things are set up so you can start your own Shopify store, have your t-shirt laying out tomorrow. Correct. And just learn learn the game of marketing and business, but you don't need college for that. Mm-mm. You know, your makeup lines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to say this. Whenever you're ready to do it again, I want to participate and I'm going to at least make sure whoever I can reach out to, they will participate right. and help out with, in some type of form because we can't keep saying that there's nothing to do in this area and then because it's not the person you wanted to be doing it, you don't participate. Because right. that's what it come down to. Mm-hmm. Or because you didn't get to it first. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. But y'all know what I'm talking about. You heard me. They know. They yeah. know. It ain't going to stop me. No, shout out to those ones that have supported me. The parents. The kids. I love my... Listen, when I done the graduation... Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like It was so... The crown of girls. And you know, some of that stories... I can't talk about that story. But some of that right. story was like... It just touched me. Like these these girls are so intelligent, beautiful, strong. Like they they're gonna do great things. Okay, <clears throat> and of course. Mm-hmm. And this might seem weird. Mm-hmm. Do you think some of the people you asked, maybe specifically or not specifically, but do you think? And this might be a crazy question, but that they're so unhealed that they don't know how to. It's almost like that they're jealous that somebody else is getting a shot at healing. First, that sounds crazy. It do, but I don't. I don't know. They could have. They could have. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me know or something. It just. I don't know. It just really pissed me off that I only had two people that hit me back, and I felt like even though I still should have kept it going with those two, but it kind of like pissed me off. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna try again when I come back. You know, but they might be. But if it is, hey, that's their personal problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's not gonna stop. Yeah, it's not gonna stop. No, it ain't gonna stop nothing. And I like it's that attitude. That you don't let nothing stop you. No. Why? And that you know, even with the job situation, that's only temporary. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Very courageous. I gotta be. I gotta be. I gotta be. I like that. Yeah. 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 This is this has been like we. It started off slow. Yeah. But then we got rolling. Yeah, loosen up a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, that had to loose. I had to you know find the groove. Like I said, I kept having a little brain fart for a minute. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it might be dead stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I can't say too much because, you know, what I do. Right. What I do, what I do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, 
Anything else you want to add to the conversation? Or bring um, up? I don't know. I just want to let everybody know that's watching this. Don't give up on yourself. Believe in yourself first, and I promise you, you can do anything in this world that you want to do. Everybody's not meant to, you know, be an entrepreneur. We got to have some kind of workers, right? But even still, if you are an entrepreneur or if it's something that you want to do, and if it's on your mind, then you know it's something that you want to do. So you just just take that first step, and I promise you, everything else is just going to fall in place. And don't be, a, don't be scared to fail. Like, you know, you use failure as a learning experience, not basically as a failure or whatever. So... There's a lot of people out here that's millionaires. I, I guarantee if you used to sit in a room with them, they would not tell you that they succeeded the first time. They went to the top the first time. It, it had to have some bump in the road. So just just keep what you're doing and keep your hair up. Everything will be fine. And I'm going to jump here real quick and then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. If you have any last words, along with what you said, don't be afraid to reach out. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of times I've seen, at least even around here, people will start a particular business. I won't even name one, so don't want nobody to think I'm taking a shot. Mm-hmm. And instead of them asking some of the people that were already doing it, they'll start looking at those people as competition. Listen, man, mm-hmm. if if they've been doing, okay, I've even experienced it, with, even with the oils and stuff, which I don't know why people would have to do that. I was doing that 20-some years, and you just started a couple months ago. You don't know what I know. Mm-hmm. And if we want to play the game a certain way, you won't sell nothing, you know. So instead of looking at them as competition, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Because a lot of times I find that, especially people with money and successful, sometimes they want to give you this information. They want to help somebody. But you have to be valuable when you come to them. Don't just come to them empty-handed. Try to serve them in some way. But a lot of times they will tell you the game. You know, I, have, I call her my million-dollar mentor. I really can't do anything for her other than listen to her when she needs somebody to listen. Mm-hmm. And in turn, she gives me a lot of free information that she don't have to give me. A lot of game that people have to pay for, she'll just give me sometimes just for me being valuable in the way that she needs me to be valuable. Simple as that. So... How can they find your books again? We're going to wrap it up. This has been really good. Yes, it has. Um, My books are available on Amazon. You can hit me up. I'll start editing at gmail.com. My phone number is 410-301-1743. Facebook, Valencia Jones. Um, If you see me around town and you want to stop me at Walmart, you know, one of the greatest things that I'm not big, big yet is that I can really talk to my people that, that supported me. You know what I'm saying? I think that's... I, I be loving it. Yeah, yeah. you just don't understand. Yeah, that is that that is so dope. And to be here now talking to you, like you know, it be the the smallest thing. Like that that's. I'm glad that you're talking to me. I'm glad that you you invited me. This is an honor. I told you make me feel all important. Yeah, and stuff. You know, I like I'm somebody. Like, what? I don't just ask. Just listen. You started. I started a podcast and. Listen, I love y'all, but everybody won't be on my podcast. I know I ain't a big podcast yet. Something special. But everybody not going to be. I know I know you. I know we went to school together. You might even be kind of close to me in a certain way. It still don't mean you're going to be on my podcast. Because if you pay attention to the podcast, I've had people up here that I'm actually, I'm actually doing something. That ain't no shot at nobody. It kind of is. 
do something. Do something valuable. Do something that when people, like I want people to be able to come back to this in 10 years and say, oh, snap, that's how you do that. Or her story is interesting. Or mm -hmm. even when we were cutting up about relationships, they'd be like, oh, that's, that's still true. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to just bring you because you know me. So, yeah, it's pretty cool, too. Like you said, you go in the store and, and different people that come across your work and yeah, it, it makes it feel like you're doing something. Right. You yeah. know, like, and then, like, I might see people, I might catch me in the grocery store. I'm looking terrible. Let me get a picture with you. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, really? And, and at the same time, it makes me feel good. Like, when I make it big, I'm going to speak that to existence. I will never forget about my hometown. You know, I, I love important. Y'all have been supporting me. That's why I make sure in my credits, I shout y'all out. My small business owners here in Emporia, I shout y'all out. Ain't no hate in my blood, baby. It's money out here. We all can eat. So if there's ever a platform where I can help the next person out, hey, I'm all for it. Like, like for real, we all got to eat. We all got to stick together, you know, so. I like that attitude. Yeah. I like that attitude. Yeah, of course. Well, look, I'm going to thank you again for coming through. This thank you for having dope. me. I said we start off slow. I was nervous a little bit. You was nervous. Yeah. I had, you know, but this turn. Sweating on my armpit. Good. Yeah. I can't eat it. <laughs> I can't even see. I, I had fun though. You had to bring me back. Yeah, for sure. I got to do something else so he can bring me back. Yeah, I got to do something bigger. We can just keep talking about whatever. Oh, like, yeah. I like that you don't mind, you know, talking about it. Yeah, for yeah. what? You can't hide it from Jesus. You know, that's how I feel. <laughs> it is what it is. You might want, you know, talk about it. Yeah, let's, let's talk. There might be some stuff it. that I want to get off my chest, you know, and I just. Hey, look, I'm, I'm gonna gonna give it to y'all for free. You know, I'm with all of that. I'll give y'all a little bit. I'm with all. I'm with people that's inspired. With people that just got something to talk about. Yeah, got something let's, to say. Let's talk. You know, talk let's about talk. the real shit, not the fake shit. The fake shit. Yeah. Or the sugar coated yeah. order. I don't need the sugar coated. Yeah, we would talk about the real because real recognize real. I don't Facts. care. That's across the board. Facts. I don't care if you're real and you're a crackhead or real and you sell coochie or sell dope. If you're real. That'll translate across the board. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, anyway, we're going to get ready to get out of here, y'all. Bye, y'all. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah. All right? Right now. Peace. Mm -hmm.